0: I'm here with Lisbon head coach Chris Cates. Coach, uh, good
1: start. Yeah, I was pretty happy with how the kids came out. Uh, you know, It's always tough going on the road in, in week one, but uh, you know, kids showed up ready to play and put forth good effort.
0: Uh, any particular bright spots that you uh, want to talk about?
1: I think uh, Isaiah Thompson uh, averaging 10 yards a carry, um, three touchdowns. Uh, I think the pass game overall um, with Lucas Francis and uh, uh, Robbie Dick, uh, Isaac Bernal, you know, I think we did a pretty good job in the past game as well. You know, helping our team stay a little more balanced this, this week than we were the previous week.
0: The other teams want to know: Are there any more Francis kids coming along? Uh, he's he's got, he's got two younger brothers. He so, does. yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> How much yeah. younger? Ah, uh, they're probably what fourth and fifth grade. Something oh, okay, like that. Yeah. so it's going to be a while. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. Two more of them coming. Or, so, right. but they're they're actually uh, they're top ones. They're half half brothers. But oh, they, there we go. Yeah. Okay, well, but, close uh, enough.
0: You know. Yeah. Uh, we have this week we're
1: going uh, we're home against Mountain Valley
0: Councilman Mountain Valley now they had a good opening against uh, Poland
1: yeah I was able to catch uh, half of that game because I, I busted over there from uh, from Freiburg and uh, no they look pretty look pretty good and uh, a little bit different offense than last year but they're you know still run heavy and uh, but they they threw the ball more than they did last year so it's uh, gonna present some challenges yeah that's a little different when they when if a team's more balanced that does yeah. it does uh,
0: make you do some things differently yeah um, Injury-wise, everybody come through
1: okay. Yeah, I mean we're have some nicks and bumps like everybody else, but you know I think we're I think we're in the same boat as everybody uh, after week one and uh, nothing serious and you know, nothing a little bit of ice and uh, ice won't take care of.
0: Now I saw somewhere I don't know if I read it in the paper or where I read it, but uh, one of the teams that had a JV game Monday was against Westbrook and Westbrook didn't have any JVs or didn't didn't come anyway. Are you hearing that around uh, teams able to field JV teams and?
1: It seems like numbers are down all all over the state. Uh, you know, I mean, we've we're only about 30, 32 kids. You know, 31 depending on injuries. But so we actually had to play. Uh, we played a three-way here with uh, Oak Hill and uh, in Madison because the Oak because Yarmouth couldn't play a JV game against Oak Hill. Wow. So you know, it's even. It's not just the smaller schools like us. I mean, I think you're even seeing it at the. You know. Class A and B level well, as Westbrook, well. That,
0: pretty good sized school, right. you would think.
1: But yeah. uh, no, I mean I think it's just uh, you know early on in season two you, you have eligibility issues from from before. That's that's our biggest issue with JV right now is we get we're missing a couple kids that would would normally be, normally be playing there that can not because of their grades. We certainly have read that uh, there are less kids playing football than there were
0: two years ago. Uh, okay, but I think we're we're seeing less kids, especially in the state of Maine. Less kids are playing anyway. Right. I think the enrollments are down in schools. The
1: kids have other
0: things that they're doing
1: um, well and it's not like we're losing kids to soccer or anything like that i mean their their numbers are low yeah. too so it's you know i think it's just like like you said it's all around just kids aren't playing sports or you know they have other options and it's uh, well i said i was the principal
0: at uh, Oak Hill until until 1998 we had 620 kids right they're
1: just about 400 I believe right and we're down 300, 350 kids yeah. I mean so even sure. uh, you know even 10 years ago Lisbon was over 400 so it's you know sure. schools I think school sizes are going down and you know participation levels aren't what they used to be either though are you
0: thinking that uh, we might see um, or would you are you in favor of eight-man football?
1: I think I think in some areas it is. I mean, obviously I prefer prefer the sure. eleven man game, but you know, and I think most people do. But you know, if it's a difference between saving a program or you know mm-hmm. or not, I mean, it's it's hard to start football back up once you once you get rid yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, schools like DiRigo can attest to that, right? Where they lost it for so many years, and then yeah. just the effort to get it back. Sure. So, um, if it came da- if it came down to not having a program, I, I think it's absolutely in the best interest to uh, to explore eight man at least. And you know, I think that gets uh, you know Rursa County kind of involved a little bit too, where you know there's some schools up there that might be interested if they could, you know, didn't have to play eleven sure. man.
0: The uh, one of the years that I was at Oak Hill when I started out, when I when I retired, went back and did freshman JV's. I think it was actually Madison didn't have enough kids to play a JV game. We didn't find out till Monday morning. Right. And he said, But we can we can bring enough to play eight man. Yeah. And I said to Bill Fitch, I said, Hey, we want to play. We'll yeah. figure it out. I didn't even know what the rules were, right. or who could play where, yeah. or whatever. But you know, our kids, I asked them after what they thought. They said, Hey, it's a chance to play. Right. And uh, you know, the more kids you can get involved in anything, the better off you are.
1: Right. Well, I've I've watched some videos of Texas and stuff and stuff like that, and, and I think they go as low as six man. Wow. You know, in, in yeah. some rural spots, which you know, sure. it's like a it's like a pinball game. There's just scoring left and right, and uh, you know, it's different. I mean, I think I don't think it's, I think it would take some time to get some coaches in there that you know were, you know, well versed in, in the you know the different types of the game, changing of the game and, and everything else. But I think at the end of the day, it's still football, right? Sure. So.
0: Uh, any uh, surprises when you look at uh, the wins and losses for teams uh, over the
1: weekend? Um, there wasn't really any. I mean, some of that, some of the high scores with, yeah, with the, big, was, the bigger classes kind of jumped out at me. <laughs> you know, I, I thought Deering would start a little bit faster. You know, I, I thought I thought Thornton was going to win, but I thought uh, Deering would would, would uh, make it a little bit closer than it was. And um, but I mean, from our from our conference, I mean, I, you know, it's more what we what we expected. I mean, we expected Wells to be, to be solid. You know, we. Uh, you know, Oak Hill, Oak Hill. started strong as well against a you know Yarmouth team that was better than last year. Um, but no, I mean overall, I mean, you know, everybody else it's really what you expected from, from most of these teams. You know.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I mean, you know, it seems like the teams you expected to win one maybe not, maybe not as big a score as you thought each way. But uh, you know
1: the only I guess the only surprise was you know, and I thought Levitt was going to win, but but where uh, where they shut MCI oh, yeah. out and. You know, I thought that would be a little bit closer of a game than it was.
0: Yeah, we talked to Mike Tuesday. He actually, came on the show and he said he he was expecting a tough battle. He said, right. you know, they had a defending well, two-time defending yeah. state champs. Interestingly enough, in two different classes. Right. But uh, yeah, they they played very well yeah. and. Uh, I'll talk to him tomorrow, but I I think he was pleased. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: L- Levitt's a tough tough matchup in Week One, though. They throw so many formations at you, and it, you know, obviously they're they're talented. But just to, from a preparation standpoint, getting lined up with how they the different looks they show on offense, it's kind of a nightmare in, in Week One. Uh, so you're not
0: expecting anything different this week, uh, either either way, either from you or from your your opponent.
1: Well, they they don't run the uh, spin offense that they ran last year. No. They, uh, they they kind of look like uh, '80s Nebraska out there with uh, wishbone, triple option, and uh, you know. So they're, they're still very run heavy, but they uh, you know they focus on what they were what they did well last year. They run the ball effectively. They they throw when it's the opportune time to do, and you know they play tough defense. So it's gonna you know I, I think Randy Whitehouse, at the Sun Journal, asked me, and I think it's gonna be a lot like last year's game. You know that, that was a quote in the paper. It's you know it was a hard hitting game went right down the wire last year and. You know, they're tough kids over there, so I think it would be, be a tough, tough matchup for us. Good to have them at home. Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. that helped that helped. We went on the road last year against them and uh it's a great facility up there though. You oh, know, yeah. our kids enjoyed playing up there and you know it's probably one of the nicest grass fields in the state, if not sure. the nicest. It's yeah. yeah.
0: Well yeah. coach, thanks. Right. Appreciate it. All right, good luck this week and Thank I'll you. see you next week. This this day works for me. And this is perfect for me. It's great. So, All right. Hey, take it easy. Take care.